ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to today's episode of Midweek Mind Candy. I'm very honored that you took the time out of your day to sit back, relax, and I maybe gain a new perspective, a little a clearer understanding about how you use and verb the words that we use every day and how the impact that they can have on the people around us and the people in our lives. I'm Stacey Johnston. I'm honored to be here with you today as my co-host, and my co-host is out sick today, so thoughts and prayers for her, if you don't mind, are, are always good and needed. I'm, I'm always so intrigued about these conversations. So I've got a beautiful guest with me today, and I think I'm going to bring her in, and I'm going to have this conversation with her to kick this off. So Christina Smith, welcome back. Well, thank you for having me again. I really appreciate it. I love the idea of talking about words and definitions and what it really means for us. We have so many connotations, so this is a beautiful conversation. So what intrigued you about this? What made you decide to come back and and banter this word with me? Yeah, well, I enjoyed the first conversation so much. We were talking about humanness and discomfort and all that scary, uncomfortable stuff, right? And then mm-hmm. um, I just, I think that words are just so important. And I love, I actually have these conversations with my husband and my friends often about how it is that we interpret words and what are all the connections that we have to those words and what they mean to us. Because I think for everyone, they're just very different. So having conversations helps us perceive communication in a different way. That some people could be using words that maybe trigger me or give me a certain feeling, right? And they don't have the same thing for other people. So I think it's very interesting to really dive in and really understand all the different perspectives just one word can offer. Yeah, I, I agree. It, it has really opened my eyes to communication, right? how we talk to other people, our how you can go into a situation or a moment or a, a resolution and you have this concept in your mind about the words you're fixing to say and where they come from and what they mean to you. And this person on the other side is not seeing that through your lens. Mm-hmm. And exactly. those words and that belief might be completely different for them. Right? And so it's really mm-hmm. opened my eyes to how I communicate with people, you know, how yeah. and I make sure we got a level of understanding about what we're talking about so that we are on the same page, because how many of you have ever been in a conversation with somebody and you left the conversation and found out later that you had one concept of how that conversation went and they had a completely different concept of how it went? Mm-hmm. Exactly, yeah. We, my husband and I were just talking about the word crosstalk today and what that means, because in personal growth set, uh, circles, it means something different than if you just talk about everyday language about crosstalk, it's usually the people talking over you, but in personal growth uh circles, they have a completely different one, which means that you don't give advice, you don't give feedback on what they've said. So there, there are lots of different connotations and just perceptions we put on words, and it's very exciting. I'm very excited to learn what the word is today. <laughs> All right. Well, today we are going to talk about the word growth. Growth. Nice. I like the word growth. All right. So when you hear that word, when you come to that word, tell me what is your perception, your definition of growth? How do you see that word? Yeah, so I actually looked up the definition, but before I, I give you that, uh, what happens to me when I hear a word is, and I think it happens with a lot of people, even though we don't, we don't always notice it, 
is we get a sudden feeling in our body when it comes to words. And a word like growth does put a specific feeling in my body. And what I can tell you is like, I feel it's like, oh, here we go, universe. <laughs> like it, it, feels, it feels uncomfortable, you know, kind of like our conversation we had before. Growth is uncomfortable. And so although like we all say that we want growth, when I think about growth, there's like a hesitation that happens for me because I'm like, oh, that, that, sounds, that sounds like it's going to be very uncomfortable, right? And we like to be creatures of comfort. Mm-hmm. We but do, don't we? real definition, because I like to look them up to make sure that I'm, I'm in jive with what the dictionary says, is the actor process or manner of growing, development, gradual increase. And when we think about that, isn't, isn't that discomfort, right? I mean, we think about it's springtime or just about springtime, and um, growth is about to happen. That's painful, you know? That can be really uncomfortable is where I want to go with it. Yeah. And what do you true. think about growth? You know, I was thinking about it when I was thinking about this morning because I, I went through the list and I didn't take the words till about an hour ago, right, as we were getting ready to okay. do my thought. Right, what are we going to do today? And I just look them up and I get this. Thought. And when I thought about the word girl, my first thought, I gave it a visual picture of a, mm. a, a rock right in the river. And it has a mm. spot where it hits, and then it ripples from there, and it grows. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what happens to us. I think we come to a place mm. where we hit a spot, and then it begins mm. to ripple, and growth comes from that. And it, it's not, mm. I don't think, you're right, it's not always comfortable. Growth is kind of scary, right? We... Yeah. We, we become this thing, right? We become this person. We have these feelings, these emotions, these reactions, and we become that thing. And then something happens, a, a moment, mm-hmm. whatever it is, good or bad, and the rock gets dropped in the pond. And it's time to ripple out, and, and it's time to grow. And not only is it uncomfortable for me to grow sometimes, I think it's uncomfortable for the people around you, the people in your circle and the mm-hmm. people you get close to, because then all of a sudden you don't fit into their puzzle the same way. Because you've grown here, or this piece of you has morphed a little bit. And then they go, wait a minute, I was pretty happy with you not growing right there. Or you fit into my puzzle really well. And so we have a tendency to go, oh, well, my growth makes you uncomfortable, so we stop. And Mm -hmm. instead of of trusting that, I want this to sound right, right, instead of trusting that now it's time for them to grow. And if the, you, mm-hmm. your new growth into their new place, that's not, you're not responsible for their reaction to your growth. Yeah, exactly. Right, you don't have to own any, you have to, Yeah, you don't have to own their response to your growth. So growth to me, I think, starts on the inside. Something needs to change, like that plant coming through the ground, right? Like, man, I'm going to get with something. And you begin to feel that. And we all don't like to be confined, right? We, it, I want some space. I need to grow here, right? I need to get my space bigger. And so I think, for me, I think that's where it starts. It starts at a spot, and it, it develops from there. And you have to be okay with growth. You have to be able to sit with it. Yeah, and it reminds me of a quote. I believe it was Nias Nin who said something like, <clears throat> and I'm going to butcher it, I'm sure, but she talks about how a bloom doesn't bloom until it becomes so uncomfortable in that bud that it has no other choice. And I think that that's how we do growth often when we're unconscious, right? We get to a mm-hmm. point that becomes so painful, so mundane, so something that we can't stand that 
the, the pain of growth actually seems more realistic than living where they are. And unfortunately, for a lot of us, we have pretty comfortable lives, and we like to stick to our comfortable lives. So um, one of the things that happens when I talk about growth and people start dreaming, all of a sudden they're like, oh, well, that seems very hard. I'm okay where I am. <laughs> I should just be grateful. I should just be happy. I don't really need to grow. <laughs> right. So where do you think fear fits into that? I, how big of a place do you think fear stops growth? Yeah, fear. So um, did I talk about my book the last time? I think I did, Inviting Shift. So yes. there's five phases of shifts that I talk about, and fear comes in the fourth phase. So fear, um, I mean, fear can be in any of those phases, but the mostly it comes up in that fourth phase, and that's right after we have the aha, right? We had this big... I understand if I want to lose weight, I'm going to stop eating sugar, right, or whatever the thing is that we're trying to shift or grow. And then the fear and the fortitude stage comes, or whatever F stage you want to call it, and that is when we have to start really doing the growth, like we're actively growing, meaning that we're changing, we're changing the way that we react to things, we're changing the way that we approach things to be more in alignment with what we want. And that can be really, really hard because our defaults are like hardwired into our brain. So, um, you know, if I've been eating a chocolate cupcake every day for my entire life for the last three years, it's going to be really hard to give up that chocolate cupcake and just say, hey, no sugar, right? And that's where mm-hmm. the fear starts coming in. And we go, well, I don't think I can do this. I don't want to have this battle with myself every night. I don't want to have to deal with this conflict. And that, that fear, that that we're having, that's the growth, right? That's when we're making the choice, am I going to grow forward or am I going to stay where I am? And that is how fear shows up. People think like it comes with like big scary animals or like endangered things, but fear comes up just even when it's just uncomfortable. And and so we have to start asking ourselves, because our ego can easily go, well, I don't know if all this is worth it, this growth. We could just go back to where we were. We were fine. Yeah, I agree. I, I totally agree with you that, you know, when I, when I look at those steps, you know, those things, what, what gets to it? You know, the first thing you have to do is recognize that there needs to be a shift, right? Like you said, all right, I'm uncomfortable in this. And then, then you t- start talking about it, right? And you're actively, when I was working in the behavioral health field, I was working with adults and adolescents as a family services specialist, and these very same things, this growth, that needed to happen mm-hmm. so things could look mm-hmm. different, right? We, we finally recognize yeah. what the problem is. Then we start talking about it. And they, okay, I get that, right? And they can get into the conversation. They're comfortable with that. Then you start prepping for the change, okay? Here's the forms. Here's the next step. Here's what we got to go next. Mm-hmm. And if that prep starts, you start seeing that hesitation. Ooh, right? yeah. I, don't know, I don't know how to do it. I don't know how to do it another way. And so the preparation yeah. gets scary because they're stepping into new territory. And then actually doing it, actually, that's where the fear comes in. Because then mm-hmm. they go, well, what if? Right? And yeah, they're and all excited to do it till we start doing it. Yeah. <laughs> and it's not so much the things that you're doing, right? It's the change yeah. of perception that I think is so hard. The cognitive dissonance of growth, that whole having to change the way that you've always believed and being open to new ideas and new ways of thinking 
That mm-hmm. can be really challenging, especially for those of us raising my hand that um, always valued my intelligence and everything. So how could my intelligence be wrong? It's a really, I think the perception shift is often even harder than the actual like changing your behaviors. It's the thoughts that you're having about the behavior, not the actual behavior, right? Right. Absolutely. Yeah. I, you know, when you get done with those crosses, sometimes it feels like it's easier to stop an old behavior like stop eating a cupcake, right, than it is mm-hmm. to adapt a new behavior of having a glass of water instead. Because yeah. then when you don't have the glass of water, you feel like you fail. Look, I can't even do that. I can't even drink a glass of water now. Why is it easier for me to eat the cupcake? Yeah, and exactly. Yeah. It's, and we get in this fight. Yeah, even though I'm maybe uncomfortable. I may be unhealthy, I may be, you know, really suffering from eating all these cho- chocolate cupcakes in the moment, right? We're instant gratification mm-hmm. kind of culture. In the moment, right. it's like so good and satisfying, and then we just feel guilty and angry at ourselves later. Yeah, absolutely. You know, there was more than one time in those growth conversations I would have with a family or, or a mom, you know, a single mom trying to get it done or a single dad trying to get it done, and we would get to that place where we're like, you can do this. Right, mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden, there's all these reasons would begin to come in why maybe this really wasn't a good idea, and I would finally get mm-hmm. to a place where I'd say, "So, are you afraid to get better?" I go, "What?" It gets hard. You know, it's, hard. as much as it sucked for the last ten years doing this, you know how, right? Because yep. you survived a hundred percent of the worst days of that so far. So even though it's mm-hmm. ugly, you know how to do that. Knowing how to do it on the other side, that new knowledge, that new wisdom, that new action, that's scary. Yeah, and there's a freedom in that. I mean, why do we, so, you know, I guess the question is, since I've been making growth sound so scary and uncomfortable, (laughs) why do we (laughs) want to do it? Because we need something different, right? I mean, things that don't grow end up dying off. That is what happens if you're not growing, you're in the business of dying. And that doesn't sound like a really fun way to live. And staying Not still in your life, yeah, staying right. stuck, you know. We all, and we want to grow. We all crave it. Yeah, we all crave it. We do. We want the flowers to bloom. We want to see them come up out mm-hmm. of the dirt, right? We yeah. want to see that growth. And, and we want to see ourselves over there. We can see it. Mm-hmm. But it's that journey getting there that's got so many barriers in it. And growth is beautiful, right? I mean, mm-hmm. if you watch your children or you watch your grandchildren, every time they take a new milestone, make a new step, a new achievement. We're like, yes, and we watch that growth with right. this reckless abandon of joy, right? Love watching right. people grow. But it's on the other side, like, oh, no, no, it's not my turn. I'm having a lot of them grow, right? I'm good right here. I'm, I'm content. I got everything I need. And then we cheat ourselves, right? I, I think it's more selfish not to grow you than it is to, in fact, mm-hmm. take the time and the energy and love to grow you. If you don't, if you never take that opportunity to grow, to become this, whatever it is you're designed to be, right? there's a reason that you're here. God looked down one day and decided the world needed one of you. There's a reason for that. If you never yeah, believe in that, you never get the opportunity. Yeah, you never get to grow into it, and then we don't get to see it. Right. And so, if you think about it, like when a baby is learning to walk, right, if we go back to the baby, we don't uh, chastise them every time they fall down. <laughs> However, when we grow up, right, for some reason, every time we fail or we don't get the result that we wanted, 
we, it, it, like we decide, we give up, right? So I, I talk a lot about archetypal energies in my, in my work, and one of the great archetypal energies is the child, because the child loves to learn. Did you ever notice that a child can try tying shoes a hundred times before they get frustrated? Whereas yeah. like, if you try something today once or twice and it doesn't work out, we're like, that doesn't work. <laughs> <laughs> but a child has curiosity, and curiosity is something that can really help us grow because they're not expecting a, a perfect answer. They're not expecting, you know, two plus two equals four. They're like, what's going to happen? What's, you know, what if I try this or what if I try that? Kids will try all kinds of things, and, and they don't look at it like failure if something goes wrong. They just, oh, that didn't work. Let me try it this way. Let me try it that way. And, and we, don't, we lose that as we get older, as if somehow, you know, by just gaining years, we're going to get everything perfect one day. And that, I think, is what keeps us from growth as well, is that we're, we're afraid, afraid of failing. And so if I'm going to fail anyway, why should I even try? Whereas we need to get some of that child curiosity back and be like, oh, well, how else can this work? How else can I approach this in a way that feels good to me? Good question. I like that. I like that. Okay, so let me ask you this. As you work with the clients that you work with, okay, the, the children in your life, the people that are looking up to those of us ahead of them, right? You want to know what's ahead of the SM when coming back, right? As you do that and you take this place as a coach, and well, how do you verb growth? And, and how, do you, be, how do you verb growth for your clients? How do you, how do you, how do you verb that for them? How do, you, um, how do they see that in you, right? Because you can't. People remember 7% of what you say and 93% of what you do and how you make them feel. Yeah. Huh? So when you're talking to your clients about growth and you're working with somebody about growth, how are you verbing that in your life? How, does that, how is that an active part of your character and integrity? Of growth? Oh, yeah. Well, I'm, I, I mean, I don't know everything. I'm still constantly taking courses. I know that... I have a client who doesn't want to uh, learn from anybody that she deems knows less than her. And I just don't deem that anybody knows less than me. I think that there's people that have different perspectives. And even if I sit in something and it doesn't really jive with me, I've probably at least learned something, right? So I continue my growth constantly. I have, um, personally, I have two women's circles that I sit in that I am not a leader of. I'm just one of the peers in the group. I have um, coaches groups. So I have a group of coaches that we're pretty similar in our business. So we work together to really challenge each other to do new things. And that has brought me a ton of growth. I get a coach. So I have a coach too, so that I can make sure that I'm continually to grow um, where I want to grow. So, I mean, I think it's about, <clears throat> yeah, I, I live my life in, in the way that I teach my clients. I, I am constantly looking where I can grow and where I can get better. Um, one of the things this year is uh, I would like to uh, get better at running retreats, and I would also like to um, speak better so I can get up in front of huge audiences and speak directly to them in a good way. And can I do that now? Sure, I'm on this podcast. I can speak, right? But, 
if I want to get to the place where I want to be, I know that I'm going to need to continue growth. So it's about being open to criticism and feedback in a way that feels still okay and honoring, you know? Mm-hmm. I totally agree. I think the only way you can really verb these kind of words in your life is to, to live it, to, to face the fear, right? To, to own mm-hmm. growth, to walk through with people, yeah. to say, you know, it's okay for you to be uncomfortable with my growth, but it's not going to stop me from growing. That's right. I, That's I right. still have to move forward because I have a thing to do and a thing to be, and that matters. And I think if you, you know, your children are watching you or your grandchildren or the people you work with or the people you coach, and, and we have this impact within our daily lives as coaches and trainers with mm-hmm. people, you, you can't expect them to understand and manage growth if they don't see you grow as well. They don't see you going yeah, out and going, you know, I got to go. You know? Yeah. yeah. It, it, you know, it's, it's okay to get better. We ought to all normalize the fact that it's okay to not be okay. It's okay to be that butterfly that's tired of being in the cocoon. It's time to come out. Yeah. It's okay mm-hmm. to be uncomfortable and move forward. Like, I, I think that there's too much um, about, you were talking about fear earlier, too much about people who are like, crush your fear or get rid of the fear. And I, I, I don't think that that's what courage is. I think courage is fear walking. And that it can't be courageous. Growth isn't courageous unless there is discomfort, right? (laughs) I mean, why else? Exactly. How would it be courageous if it was so easy, right? (laughs) Yeah. That's exactly right. Take our fear fear with us through the growth process. Yes, it's scary. But it's also like if you look back at certain things, um, like I, I remember when I wanted to learn how to drive, right? It was so scary to me. It was, I don't know why, it, it thought, I thought I was just going to get in the driver's seat and it was going to be a simple pimple, right? I was just going to boop right down the road. And it was a lot more challenging than that for me. But today I've gone through it so much, you know, I've driven so much that it's no longer uncomfortable for me, right? I actually enjoy mm-hmm. it now. But that was something I had to get over. I had to get over the discomfort of, it not feeling perfect when I sat there or that it wasn't easy for me. It was fearful, you know, driving a car when you're scared. <laughs> it's kind of fearful, especially on the road. But you get over that by doing the thing over and over and over again. You learn how to handle this different situations. You learn that, oh, this is actually no sweat. And that's most of the things that happen in our life, right? Like the more that we repeat something, the less uncomfortable it gets. So the more that we get comfortable with the discomfort of growth, the easier yeah. the growing gets. I love that. That is a teacher all in its own right there. That is a great <laughs> statement. Yeah, that's a great thing. That's one of those you hope you see on Facebook when you're having that day, right? Somebody just calls you or you see that sign or that bumper sticker somewhere, and that's a good one. That's a good one. Yeah. Damn, beautiful. All right, and girl, I could keep having this conversation all day. This is fun. But with respect to you, <laughs> our guests, and with respect to our audience, we are going to be at that place where we're going to have to wind down. I would love everyone to please remember they're always brought to you by Guided by Grace and Enlighten Up. If we can serve you in some way, if you want to have a conversation with us, you want a banner or a word, or you just need somebody to talk to. We're interested in what you have to say. Please reach out to us at HeroBuilder2020 and gmail.com. For me, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to leave the audience today with a challenge. I would like for you to take some time next couple of days over the next week, and I'd like for you to figure out and sit with growth. Where are you in the growing process? Did you stop? Are you trying? Are you scared? 
Are you ready? See where you sit with growth, Anna. Find out what it means to you and what the next thing is for you to grow into. Christina, I'm sorry. Christina, I would love it if you would take the stage for us. Give us the last 90 seconds. How would you like to leave our audience today with a word growth? Yeah, I think I really want to encourage growth too. And I think a question that you can ask yourself is, is where I am really more uncomfortable than where I want to be? And I think that we all get to a point where we get sick of our own stuff and we just, we want to move forward. And I want you to know that if there's something you want to shift, that there is a way to do it. I just reach out for the right support, get a coach, get a therapist, whatever it is that you need. But there are ways to move out of wherever you are. So if you're thinking, not this, not this, I don't even know what I want that's okay too. Go find some support because getting clarity and moving forward is going to be so much easier than I think you're making it out to be.